hello, and welcome back to the Burnt Pancakes Podcast. I am your host, Katie Fenske. And like every week, I'm here to remind you that everyone burns their first pancake, so just keep flipping. Today's conversation is with Ashley Calhoun. She is a mom of two who are 10 years apart. This is a really fun conversation. We talk all things motherhood, from having a boy and a girl, what those preteen years were like, what it's like having kids 10 years apart, and how motherhood can make us pivot in our careers. Talking to her just made me realize how much I love what I do. My goal with this podcast was just to open up conversations. I love chit-chatting about motherhood, and that's exactly what we do on this podcast today. So stay tuned for Ashley and I talking all things motherhood. Ashley, welcome to the podcast. Hey, <laughs> this is so fun. I think we're going to have a great conversation just all about motherhood. This is going to be fun. So tell us a little bit about your kids. So you have two kids and they're 10 years apart. So give us the rundown on that. Girl, 10 years <laughs> apart. I have a, she'll be 12 next week. And then my son just made two in May. Um, my husband and I spent a lot of time together during COVID. He was on remote work and boom, <laughs> then we had this boy. <laughs> a COVID so baby. It's been, yes, that's a call. He is truly a COVID baby. It was, it was rough being pregnant during that time too. I bet. I um, bet isolating. Like, did you feel very, my alone? husband like, couldn't come. Couldn't come to oh, yeah. oh my God. I snuck my last in in December of 2019. And I feel so lucky because I'm like, I can't imagine if it was like, he couldn't be at the delivery room. Was your husband able to like be at the delivery, stay in the hospital? Okay. Phew. Oh, I would not have been able to do it. Like um, I, I had anxiety like never before with my baby. And so while you were pregnant, still recovering. Oh. Oh yeah. Like I didn't know there was a such thing as antepartum depression. I didn't know that it existed. That's like during your pregnancy. Um, I didn't know that you, like, I would just have panic attacks in the pregnancy, but wow. I was so scared to do anything right. because of the pandemic. And yes. it's like, oh, if I go how, here, how did I'm get not sick? more women go through that being pregnant during the pandemic? Yeah. I, yeah. did you yeah. get treatment for it? Did you know like, oh, this is anxiety or was it just like, what's going on here? I didn't know. And I'm very much a try to struggle through it alone mm-hmm. person um, mm-hmm. and trying to be strong. All right. But yeah, I didn't realize. Yeah. Do everything my on my own. Like, you... <laughs> yeah. She mm-hmm. was like, you you don't need to be strong. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. So how I realized, like, they would put the the, mach- the doctor mm-hmm. machine on and have me in this little tiny room and I start having an anxiety attack. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not trying to be difficult, but I'm like sweating. Nothing is calming me down. No music. Nice. I don't have anybody in here with me. Oh and so that's gosh. when we, yeah, that's when we kind of realized like, um, oh, wait, something, there's something deeper here. I would wake mm-hmm. up in the middle of the night and pace the floor. I didn't want to wake my husband up. He's sleeping like a baby. Of course. You know, my daughter's in, <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> My daughter's in her room sleeping like a baby. And I'm like, why am I the only one? So it was tough because and at first I was like, well, maybe it's the age, right? Because when I was younger with her, it was just easier. Do you mind me Um, asking how old you were when you had had him? Yeah. 
I was 39. I was 38 pregnant and turned 39 right after I had him. So I'll be 41 in September. Okay. I had my youngest a month before I turned 39. So I was 38 and 11 months. Yeah. Which was different. (laughs) It was different being like, I was 33 with my first, which wasn't like super young, but it was like your geriatric, like the pregnancy was way harder. Yeah. Yeah, my body didn't recover like I thought it would after the third one. <laughs> yes. Okay. Mine did not either. No. I'm still working on it. Else. It'll get there. Um, did the anxiety go away after you gave birth or was it it took no. a while? Oh. Yeah, I I I remember praying like I hope this anxiety goes away. I hope the swelling mm-hmm. goes away. And one of the nurses was like, "Hey, don't want to scare you, but sometimes it gets worse." Oh, and I was like, oh, well, thank you. you know, oh, I appreciate that, you that so really much. <laughs> yeah, you're amazing. Um, and so, no, like my husband was able to be there for the delivery, but the, I had anxiety attacks in the hospital. I was like, hey, I, y'all got to let me out because I couldn't walk the halls. Oh, and so they God. let me out the hospital. Wow. That night, I had a lot of anxiety my first night home. The swelling got really bad. I called the nurse line and they were like, just double up your meds. And I'm like, but I'm nursing. What do you mean? They're like, it's okay. The baby will be fine. I doubled up my meds. And in the middle of that night, I woke up like pacing and with the chills, almost like I was like going through withdrawal from something. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this this is not right. Work. Something feels um, it got, Yeah, it was, it was a uh, like it took me until he was like a, a good year old to come out of it. I'm, yeah. I still have anxiety, but the attacks aren't there. Aren't the there. depression is not the same. It's a, I was like, whoa, who knew? A rock to world. And I think a lot of people go through yeah. it and don't know like what to do about it. Like you kind of like in a yeah. cycle, you feel stuck. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it's getting a little easier. I mean, having Thank a two year old, that doesn't feel easier. <laughs> so what was it like (laughs) right so what's it like having a girl versus a boy like my boys are just active 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 I like picture girls being like sitting and having tea parties and like being easy but is would you say one's easier one's not are they different (laughs) she was easier (laughs) she was definitely easier at the younger ages like okay he 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 jumps off of furniture and dives yeah. and we have crash pads everywhere. everywhere. They are yes. like this. They're just constantly moving and climbing. I just told my husband yesterday, yeah. we were at the we were at the store and he went with me and it was all five of us. And I was like, I hate shopping with my kids because they have to touch everything. They have to be running everywhere. They can't, I'm like, just stand by the cart. But they just can't yep. do that. Everything has to be, I'm going to mm-hmm. open this door. I'm going to touch this. I'm going to do that. I'm like, just yep. stand here. They can't. Yeah. Yep. That, that's Cam. So it's <laughs> different. But I would say this. I would say I, for some reason, was so delusional and thought that it would get easier because she was older. Um, no, mm. no, it's not easier, yeah. especially with a girl. Uh, everyone says boys are harder when they're young because they're just so much energy. But once they get to like their teen years, they should be easier. And the girls get like very emotional and that's the hard part. So I'm, I'm praying that I'm like, I'm 
cash in and now, like I'm putting in my work now and it's going to get easier for me. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people are like, no, Katie, no, <laughs> but I was like, this will be a brilliant. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Be easy. So preteen years, is she emotional? Is that like, that's what I hear a lot of girls. Yeah. Like. It's like really high highs or really low lows. You mm. can give her the world and then say, but you know what? No, I'm not going to give you that one thing. And you are the worst person in the world. Yeah. So as a parent, oh, it's hard because you know you want your kids hard. to be happy. Yeah. And so it's really hard to 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 interact with that and have the boundaries because you're like, so I just started a ledger. I keep a ledger of everything that I spend on her. I know it could be a little petty, but because she forgets and then I forget. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, you just got this yesterday. No. Yes. <laughs> uh, and you want to have this great relationship with your daughter. Like I pictured like when I thought I was going to have a girl, like, oh, I'm going to have a best friend. It's going to be so fun. But I also remember how I was with my mom when I was in high school and I was not nice to her. I, I look back now and my mom was a saint. She is the most amazing woman. And I was horrible to her. We're very close now. You know, you have your own kids and you realize like, mom was right. Mom was, mom was great, but oh, I was, yeah, that was not easy. Um, was it hard going from having one who was like past the baby stage, past the little kid stage, sleeping great, listening, you know, potty trained to like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. we're starting all over again. Yeah. Cause, um, I felt like, wow, she was halfway out the door. Like mm-hmm. we literally said that she was halfway out yes. the door at college. And we're independent. Starting all over. <laughs> I am very much a planner. So I had these plans for my life, my mm. career. So I had to come to terms with, even though I still tried to do what I wanted to do, that that wasn't yes. the plan. Yeah. So it's very hard. It's very hard. But yeah. she's helpful. I thought they weren't going to get along. They are in so in love. I call them peanut oh. butter and jelly. Oh my yeah. gosh. How cute. Even yeah. with that d- age gap. That's so awesome. That's yeah. really sweet. Yeah. I did meet another mom. Um, I joined this like mom walk group and I felt a little awkward okay. at first because everyone had little babies and I had my three-year-old and I'm like, he doesn't even sit in my stroller anymore. But there was another mom who had a three and a half year old and she also has a high school age son. And okay. like hearing her talk about how close they are, like the older son doesn't want to go away to college because he's like, but I won't be around my brother. I won't be able to help oh. him grow up. I was like, that's sweet. Like I would have thought that age gap would be like, you know, there's two separate people, you know, that was, oh, that's yeah. so sweet. Uh, yep. But going back to like not sleeping again, that must have been rough, really hard. I just started sleeping through the night mm, two months ago. So I haven't slept in three years. Yeah. Two months yeah. ago, I just started getting sleep. So yeah, yes. it was rough. Yeah. That's, I remember when we were thinking about having our third, my middle son was not quite two yet. And we were like, if we're going to do it now, well, one, my age, I'm like, it's going to have to happen soon. Otherwise we're not doing it. And then we're like, we need to do it while we're still kind of in this, like not sleeping mode because now, now that we're sleeping, I'm like, oh my God, I could never go back. Like, it's so nice to have kids that sleep till 637. They're, you know, but they're like so much more. I I can't imagine starting all over again. And you had to get all the baby gear again. You probably had already donated that. It's gone. Everything Everything was gone. Mm -hmm. I had to start from scratch. I had to like relearn because things had changed. 10 years. Was, okay. So so let's see. What changes? What baby gear or what things were different 
from your daughter to your son. Like uh, the baby gear just um, in the last three years is like, they make that now? They make like a crib that puts your baby to bed for you? What? <laughs> right, right. The the Mama Roo thing, mm-hmm. like the rocker. She didn't have that. We had like the cradle swing. Yeah, Old school cradle yes. swing back in 2011. Um, her stroller. And I, so her stroller, it was a nice stroller, but like, then they just like, Oh, they have great all the the way. Big time. It's so funny. I was talking to a friend. She was like, a bunch of moms, like 15 moms, walked into a coffee shop the other day. And she was like, looking around, she's like, do you know how much money or like the amount of value is in this room, right? Just on strollers alone. Cause they all had like the the upper baby, the really nice one. Baby. That's what I got. Yeah. Yes. She was like, there are multiple thousand dollar strollers in this room. She's like, it's, this is a lot of money right here. (laughs) But But this is what I learned from the stroller. Yeah. I learned though, like with my son, my daughter's strollers, I was buying cheaper strollers, but I was also at a different point professionally Yeah, with his, you know, he got allergic. Crim, get that crim. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, let's do it. I got to test but drive one. longer. Yeah. My cousin had one. And so for one of my YouTube okay. videos, I'm like, I'm going to review one. I'm going to see, are these worth the money after using it? I was like, a hundred percent. Like if I had to go back yes. to 2000, what time? 2013, when I bought my stroller, although my stroller lasted me for all three kids. So wow. it's a good investment to get like a pretty yeah, decent yeah. stroller because they last long. I agree. What about sleep? Was there anything that changed in those years about like baby sleep? Yeah, they have a ton of monitors, like the owl monitors and all of all of that. But I've got trauma from my daughter. She like choked in her sleep one night. Oh, my gosh. As a newborn baby. Yeah. And I just happened to get up and see her in the bassinet. So for me, he's like. On yeah, right there. That's how it was. Yeah, so I'm like, um, I'm not trusting anything. That's so, I did. I um, remember that baby led weaning with my oldest one. You know, where instead of giving okay. them purees, you're giving them like finger foods and stuff. Yeah, he yeah. at one point took half of a slice of avocado and like swallowed the whole thing. But as he was doing it, was like like he was gagging, which they say it's normal. But this was like he is kind of choking on this. He got it down, but after that, I was like. Um, I don't know if I'm doing this with my other children. Like we did kind of like modified. Yeah. We did like little pieces yeah. and stuff, but I was yeah. like traumatized by that experience. It was so scary. It was awful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay. So you said something about how your like career path got interrupted or changed with your kids. So tell us a little bit about where the career path went since having these two so, kids. As my daughter got older, well, I'll I'll take it. I'm gonna try to sum up really quick but I'll take it back a bit I spent when I first had her it was like oh I've got to climb this career ladder because you know she's depending on me and I want her to have the best schools and the best this and great trips and experiences so I focused a lot of time on climbing a career ladder what industry one day I came home what were you in so I worked for the school system in Chicago but I did like school budgets and finance and I was doing, I was like on the trajectory. Um, I was up for a promotion, like life-changing promotion. And I came home one day and my husband was like, I don't want to hear you come home and complain. Like mm-hmm. you, you actually don't like working for other people. I think you should start entrepreneurship. Wow. So I'm like, okay, cool. You know, she's, she's old enough. This is 28, seven, 2018. Like she's okay. old enough. Okay. So I kind of did that. 
more to that story, but I, I did that and um, started the entrepreneurial journey. We moved to Georgia. I got back into real estate and Ooh. I was going hard, like had the plan and everything was in one of the top offices in Georgia, had the best wow. training, working every day. Like I was like, that's super food. time consuming, right? You're working whenever your client needs you. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. And the traffic in Georgia is no joke. So I could be gone for hours, like an hour, two hours, just get to a house. Um, and then I was out doing some home tours and got sick. Why am I sick? And I would just like kept getting sick. And I was like, I, I can't be pregnant. Like, I just can't be. <laughs> and I was pregnant. Uh... So I was like, this is not going to stop me at all. I kept going through the pregnancy, even though I would get sick and had some high risk issues along mm-hmm. the way. Had my son had the best summer ever right after he was oh. born in real estate. Then we were, we moved because my in-laws needed to move in with us. So that's a whole nother. But I was like, um, I can't keep working at this pace. Like I would strap him on my back. And take him to showings with me. Yeah, but he'd be in the car for hours. And I'm like, that's not fair to this this baby. It's not fair to him. Um, I can't keep doing this. And I I just had to really sit and think about what... I'm good at real estate, but what am I great at? And Mm -hmm. still gives me like the balance. I had in that entrepreneurial journey gotten my coaching certification. And so I spent a year long doing this program. But I just kind of didn't, didn't do attract it. to it. I don't like the word. Yeah, I didn't really do it. I don't like the word coach. So that's probably why. Okay. Um, And I was like, you know what? I need to go back there. But I need to really hone in on my thing, not just everything. And that is how I got back into coaching and in that journey. But it was it was hard because it's so easy to want to go sell a house real quick. or but I have to think about what's going to make me happy first and then what benefits everybody else in this household and in my family. Yeah. Was it a scary choice to leave real estate? Because you were doing great there. Was it kind of hard to be like, yeah. am I really dropping this? Yeah, because part of me feels like a failure. Mm-hmm. I just say a lot. It's like I'm quitting when everybody else is quitting because the if I don't want it to look like I'm quitting because the economy's shifting again, because that so wasn't my reason. Right. So there is a huge part of you that feels like a failure. And then you're like, but I'm not. I just had like the best freaking summer. Um, and so, then everyone around you, why would you leave? Why would you quit? You know, like having to deal with like, okay, like you don't understand what's in my heart. Like you just see the outside of you yeah. have a great job. Why would you leave yeah. that? Mm. Yeah, not understanding how much it took out of me mm-hmm. dealing with 35. You got 35 million bosses who know everything. Oh. And real estate agents take a lot. And I don't think people actually understand that, like how oh, much no. they take and deal with. And uh, and the most don't make a lot of money. Don't Most don't make a living. Wow. So, well, especially um, prices by us are outrageous right now. It's so, I'm like, I don't. I don't know how anyone's buying houses right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. crazy. Okay. So then you switch and you became a coach. Are you working from home now? Are you able to do it from home? I am. 
I'm so doing it from that, home. And oh, how how is ahead. it going? Are you like, it has it changed your family? Is it something that's lighting you up? Oh, it lights me up every day. But I, I would mm. say what lights me up now is really knowing who I help. Not I'm not fair. Like I'm not for everyone. <laughs> and <laughs> knowing that is what I think keeps me going every single day. Um and there's been a better balance. Like my daughter sat down with me and told me like, I'm really glad you went back into coaching because you're home more now. Wow. Was that like, like oh, ooh, that's very eye-opening. Yeah. But how insightful for her like, to like you... say that to you and like recognize that. Because she remember like you're She's like, I like you home. home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You want me around? Yeah. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like for my boys, like, it's like, oh, yeah, mom's here, but dad's so cool. Like dad's so much better than me. For my kids, like one day my son said, can I snuggle with you? I'm like, absolutely. Get over here. Like, yeah, yeah let's me. go, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I bet your son though, he's still probably like mama's boy, right? He still loves his mom. Mine are oh, so, he is slowly. a mama's boy all the way. Mm. Mine, like they hit like five or six and it's like, Oh, dad's cooler than you now. I'm like, oh man, I get you for such a short time. Yeah, Ugh. it'll probably get there. Um, she was never mama's girl, so mm-hmm. I never had that with her. So it's very hard. Like he wants yeah. me to just hold him, and I'm like, I could be doing thirty things right now. Why do I have to hold you? Son? Right. But I'm, I'm cherishing it because this is my last one. I know. And there are days where you're like, I just want to put you down. But I remember that when they were little. Like, I gosh, when was it? Like maybe around a year where I'm trying to make dinner and I'm holding them. Cause they like the minute you put them down, they start crying. Well, now I wish I could yeah. go back and just hold them. So yeah, mm-hmm. like, mm, I remember I kept complaining. I just want to put you down. And I'm like, I wish I could yeah. hold you again. Mm. Okay. So what kind of coaching do you do? What, um, like what kind of clients do you have? What do you do? Yeah. So I help women 30 and over, um, life change coaching. So there's some, Something holding them back and I help them kind of figure it out, release those breaks and move towards their breakthrough so they can just hit the gas running. Mm-hmm. One of the big things that I'm like, I'm so big about, I say F the hustle. Like we got to redefine, yes. fix the hustle, fix yes. it. Like we have to redefine what we think of as, as hustle culture and hustle mm-hmm. because it it is affecting not only us, but the people in our life. Hustle is important, but how we go about it, we got to really be intentional and purpose driven. And and so that is what I'm helping people figure out based on my life journey and experience and then the training that I got. Oh, my gosh. Kind of bring. Yes. Bring my passion. It is very easy to get into that hustle life. Like it's great to be a hard worker. Like that's awesome. Yeah. But then you get so wrapped up in like your career and your job. And like as moms, there's that awful like feeling of I'm being pulled away from my family, but then I have to have this job. That's where I felt. That's where I left my teaching job after 17 years, because I remember we got an email. It was like, I still remember this moment so clearly. We got an email one day saying, Hey, next year, we're going to start doing like required meetings every day at nine. And I had a pretty flexible job because I was working mostly with homeschooled kids. But in my okay. head, my first thought was my son's preschool starts at nine. I won't be able to take him to preschool. And even though like I had my mom and my husband's like, I can help out. It'll be fine. I was like, 
I'm his mom. Like he's only in preschool for such a short time that is stopping me from doing that. And I remember just like crying on the couch one night. I was like, I have to take him to preschool. So my husband's like, well, if you weren't teaching, what do you like? What do you like to do? And I'm like, well, I like talking to moms and I like helping them. And then from that, like fast forward two years, I'm like, I have a podcast. I'm a potty training coach. Like I, which I need that. you so much for that. Yeah. Oh, I, need I you. will I help gonna you. Bring uh, that up. I just, the <laughs> other day I was meeting with this mom and I got off the phone and I was like, I needed me nine, seven years ago, however long ago it was, I needed me. I needed someone who could like hold my hand and walk me through it. Not just like me being in my head saying, I am such a bad mom because my kid's not potty trained. So like that was such a feeling of when people started asking me like, Hey, I need some potty trained tips. I was like, maybe this is something I should be doing. Maybe I should like help out mom. So that was a big pivot. If I had thought about this 20 years ago, like, Hey, you're going to quit teaching. In at the age of 41, 42, however old I was, I was like, no, that's not happening. Like I have to do this till I retire, right? Nope. Like you don't yeah. have to, yeah. you don't have to do it till you retire. So, and it yeah. has been so great for my family. Like it have just having the flexibility to say, I can pick up my kids every day and I can take them to sports and I don't have to worry about like, who's going to carpool, who's going to take them. It's been such a yeah. blessing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about the sports with my boy. Oh <laughs> my god. I <laughs> I look back now and I sometimes I'm like, God, why did you give me three boys? Well, when they started sports and I'm sitting on the sidelines with my like matching shirts, I'm like, this is yeah. exactly why I have boys because it is so <laughs> fun. Oh my gosh. Especially yeah. as they get older. Cause like my older son, he's nine. So he's been playing since like five. My middle just started T-ball level and it's like, oh, God, how boring that level was. But with my older (laughs) son, it was like, it's so fun. It's so great. But each year just gets more and more exciting. So we're getting ready for our football season coming up. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is so fun. I love it. I love it. I'm excited. Thank you for that. I'm excited. Yes, (laughs) it'll be fun. He's got a couple of years to go. Like you can kind of dabble in a few things, but it's, oh, my God, it's the best. And you meet so many great friends through sports and... It's just, yeah, it's so fun. That's our Saturdays pretty much year round, but like, yeah, I love it. So yeah. Oh, well, awesome. This, this has been such great. I, when I saw you on Instagram, I just like every video I watched was so positive. And I, I feel like that's kind of who I am where I'm like, let's glasses half full, right? Like, I just felt like you had such great energy. So if people wanted to find you, where would we go? At Ash A F H your coach on Instagram. Awesome. And I'll make sure to find me. I'll put you in the show notes too, so they can find you that way. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for coming on for this. Thank you for this. This was so fun. I hope you enjoyed this great conversation I had with Ashley. I felt like I just ran into her at a park and we just started discussing motherhood. And that's exactly what I want you to be a part of. If you love this podcast as much as I love making it, it would mean the world to me if you shared this with your mom friends. If you left me a review, left me five stars, subscribe to my YouTube channel or found me on social media at Burn Pancakes with Katie. And until next week, I want to remind you that everyone burns their first pancake, so just keep flipping.